Hey, whoa, 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 train wreck. Hold it right there. This is your station you want to listen to. Today we're talking about how improving our mental health aids in recovery after this. Welcome to the Four Mics, 13 Teeth, One Ankle Monitor podcast. <laughs> A podcast about addiction recovery made by addicts for anyone battling addiction. Hey, welcome back for the third time. Anyway, <laughs> today I'm Gary Blanks. <laughs> I'm Amanda Blanks and I'm back. Yeah, and we're talking about a minute. And really, really right now, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but it's been like seven minutes since I've had a mood swing. Lord. <laughs> right. So your mental health plays big key in recovery, right? Yeah, it's the main it's the main aspect to keeping your sobriety. Okay, so we're gonna get into this. We've got a couple of points. First off, what's the number one point? Okay. So the number one point is how um, improving your mental health can help with your self-esteem and how that aids in your recovery. My self-esteem. Okay. So I really don't want to talk about that because I have low self-esteem. Yeah. So, but for me in my recovery, I noticed that I have low self-esteem and it was after I got away from my addiction. Yeah. Um, that, you know, start other things start to be uncovered. Um, you know, was it? It's like popping a, a zit. You know, you get the top of it off. Yeah, and then and it, just it just explodes, explodes everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> right? Nasty, nasty. It gets everywhere. But that's how, that's how recovery is. You know, once you scrape off that top layer, which is addiction, then right. it just bursts out all these other issues that you've got. you got mental disorders. You've got emotional disorders. Emotional you've got anger damage. issues. Right. You've got, yeah. I mean, it just it just keeps going and going. But part of improving your mental health, it helps with your um your self-esteem because when you're in addiction what's the one thing you think about yourself oh, I'm, I'm an awful person i'm, I'm worthless, worthless. Right. I'm, I'm not worth saving i'm not worth nobody loves me nobody wants me to get sober and once you once you start to get sober you start to realize hey i am a good person i do deserve this happiness that comes with sobriety right um right. you know i mean you start feeling better about yourself you actually start taking pride in the way that you appear to people um right well you know and it's it's really all in your mind it's a mindset it's a well-being state of mind yeah you know your your mental health state so if i'm <clears throat> angry all the time I'm not going to get better because no. I'm not going to open up and listen to anybody. Yeah. So now, my, you know, if, I, if nobody's listening, if I'm not listening to anybody, nobody's going to listen to me. So yeah. now my self-esteem, I'm already kicking well, myself down. Well, if people see that you don't care about yourself, they're not going to believe that you care about them about enough to give them any kind of advice. Right. Like, you don't even care about yourself. Why am I going to take advice from you on how I need to be acting? Right. So, and, and but, you know, it, this confidence, though, and building up your self-esteem you get confidence but you know we have to have confidence be confident in something and for me i've had to realize that i have to stay confident in god yeah confident that he's going to do what he says he's going to do for me and that's what brings me joy yeah yeah right so all right so the next um point that we have is how improving your mental health can um help with your reducing your stress and how reducing your stress aids and staying sober um, because, I mean, if you're stressed out all the time, you're stressed about this, you're stressed about this, you're stressed about this, what's an easy fix? Right. Well, Going back, right, self-medicating. Self mm -hmm. um, which I've been there before, you know, I self-medicate. I've self-medicated with pot. 
but know. it's going back to the normal. It's going back to well, what you're right, comfortable right, with. Right, right, comfortable, right. That's like the first thing that you do when you get stressed out in your your everyday life. Things that you know that, especially in new re, new recover um, reco- recovery, right. um, like. <laughs> The first thing you want to do, because everything is so new, everything is so scary, the first thing you want to do is run back to what you know, run back to what's comfortable, Um, just at the smallest little hint of stress or anxiety or, you know, that's the first thing you want to do. Instead of actually trying to fix the problem, you know, and I'm stressing over something, instead of trying to actually dig into it and figure out what the the root of the problem is, Mm -hmm. you know, it stresses us out more because it's going to end up, you know, it might be a quick fix, but it's ultimately going to damage you down the road. Yeah, yeah. You know, why not, you know, turn to God and do what he wants you to do and everything's going to be okay. Well, if you start, like, you have to, me and you were talking about it earlier, you have to reprogram your way of thinking and the way that you um, perceive things, the way that you right. act to things, the way that you react. Well, that's my problem is my reactions to other people's actions. Yeah, don't we know it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then, then that's the thing, though. We, we're holding in this stress. You have to let it go. You have to yeah. let it out. <laughs> All right, so our next, oh, we were just on that. Yeah, improve um, emotional improved regulation. emotional regulation. Yeah. We, you have to find out... Um, how to improve your emotions, how, right. how you, like we just said, how you react to things. Um, because obviously, you know, in your addiction, what's the first thing you do? You freak out over well, the tiniest little thing because your emotions are just, they're unchecked, well, they're unregulated. Well, I, that's my whole life. I've lived an unregulated emotional life. Yeah. You know, I, my emotions have been off the chart. And even in, in when I come into recovery to begin with, my, my emotions were still way off the yeah, chart in both directions what's one thing that we do though here um that helps us figure out how to regulate our emotions i don't know you talk coping skills coping skills coping, coping skills. skills that's like right. the big thing to helping with improving your mental health is finding those coping skills right. that work for you like and it's not you know there are healthy and unhealthy yes coping skills. yes there's healthy there's unhealthy right. there's positive there's negative you've got because your whole life in addiction um whatever it may be not necessarily drugs or alcohol um all of your coping skills they're all negative and possibly aggressive you know right but there are other coping skills that you can find um to help you that are positive okay. that help reinforce, you know, improving your mental health. Um, right. So what are, what, speaking of coping skills, what's, what's, from what's the couple? one that you said last night? I did write it down. The pause, pray and proceed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. really, the, really liked that one. The three P's. Yeah. The three P's. I love it. Because you know, the pause, pray and proceed. All right. So yeah. if you like, you're, you're in a situation, you pause, you take a second. And what did you say? You breathe. He's, you think just about it, think about it for a second. Yeah, like, do I really want to slap this guy or not? Because, you know, really our, our, <laughs> our, our reaction. That's what tells us it, to but it, You know what I'm saying? It's all about our reaction to somebody else's actions. Yeah. You know, how am I going to react to this now? Am I going to damage, emotionally damage this the person, person I'm talking myself. to? Or, right, and myself too, yeah. you know, or is it going to fix you yeah. know, lead down the road to fixing the situation. Well, because a lot of times the way that we react, we react is gonna, it's gonna base like th- that's gonna define how they 
what their next step yeah, is it's because set they the may standard, be totally right. freaking out in a situation. And if we join in on that chaos, You're then it's helping. just going to make matters a hundred right. times worse. But if right. we pause, pray, and then proceed, it gives us time to actually think about a positive way to act or react right. and go forward. And hopefully the outcome is more positive. Right. Right. That's how I love it. You know, and I'm going to give another one. It's the triple D. Okay. It's a it's a knockoff of Paul's prayer and proceed. Okay. But it's it's not all. It's, it's the great value brand. <laughs> it is the great value brand. I love it. But the thing is, is is delay, distract, and then decide. Okay. So you just, like say you're in the conversations, you you're you're in the, in the state of mind where you're not feeling that great. Your finances are shot. Yeah. Your old lady's on your butt. And then somebody comes over and says, hey, you want to go drink a beer? You want to go smoke a blunt about it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, just kind of lay let, back, let it relax, go. take a second. That's where you have to, you know, delay them. Like, hold on hold on one second. I got to use the bathroom. <laughs> Hang on. <look. laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then just distract them with another question. Yeah. Question their question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Answer their question with a question. Okay. And distract them. So, sorry. Gear blanks. Uh, so it delay them with, and then distract them with a question. You know, yeah. d- distract their question with a question, and then make that decision. And it's really, you know, it, being in a well state of mind in your right mind, your decision making. Yeah, it's giving you the op- the opportunity to take a second, think about the outcome of that action of what right. you might be doing, and make a better decision better about decision, it. Right? Because yeah. you know the the healthier your mind is the mental your mental health is the better decision making you're going to make yeah and that goes into our next point is um when you have a um a better mental health you have more energy to do stuff right you're Um, motivated more yeah you have better motivation to do more positive things instead of you know the negative things that you had the energy to right. do, <laughs> so, to but, do my, but my motivation is not always there so what what am I doing now so like my motivation for me a lot of my motivation comes from what I'm listening to yeah like, like what the you, music that I listen exactly. to exactly what do you do when you, when you <coughs> first wake up in the morning that's where our motivation comes from and I was telling you last night I am a hundred percent guilty of the first thing I do is pick up my phone and scroll Facebook right well I mean one hundred percent of America picks up their phone when they first wake up. Yeah, I know but what I do. Are, but what are you doing when, when you I, first put, pick it up? I push the alarm stop. <laughs> I cut that alarm off. <laughs> but do you have the, the thing is what we're getting at is do you have the strength to set it to back, down it back down and go straight to God and yeah, be like, and hey, thank something. you God, thank you God for waking me up to allow me to cut my phone off. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I'm one hundred percent guilty of not doing that. Like right. I've done, got into the habit really bad of as soon as I wake up in the morning. The first thing I do is open my phone, see if I have any messages, and yeah, I ain't even brushed your teeth yet. Yeah, yep. <laughs> just scroll. <laughs> just I mean, my tooth. I ain't brushed my tooth yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I think we're gonna have to change the name, Bill, because I lost another tooth. It's gonna yeah. be four thirteen. I mean, four twelve one now. <laughs> <laughs> but. What you do when you first wake up in the morning, that plays a big role on how your day is going to play out, on whether or not it's going to be positive, you know, whether or not it's going to be negative. If you just lay in the bed for, you know, however long, just thinking about, oh, my gosh, I've got this to do, I've got this to do, and then, you know, I've got this going on. If you're just negative as soon as you wake up in the morning, then... Right, this negative, negative, negative. that's going to be... (laughs) <laughs> That's hilarious. Sorry, guys. Bill Dollar. 
If you can see it, I love it. Um, anyway, that's good. That's gonna set the the tone for your day. It is, is what you're doing first thing right. in the morning. Are you starting off on a negative note, or are you starting off on a positive note? And that's and the you, thing. We have a choice. Yes. You have that choice. You know, I had woke up well, this morning <laughs> not feeling the best myself. You know, and so. I had the choice. Am I going to choose violence today or am I going to be nice? Yeah, you have to you have to choose it every day. Like, um, you know, it does once you get so far into your recovery, um, it does become more of a natural occurrence. You know, your your positive mental health, your positive thinking, your positive reactions. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to have any bad days. That doesn't right. mean that you're not right. still going to struggle with making the more positive decision over, well, I'm just going to lay in bed all day. I'm not going to do anything. You know, some days, some days you're, some days you're going to lose it. I mean, you know, that's right. just what it is. Right. Every and day's not going to be hunky dory, cupcakes and rainbows and skittles. You know. Well, and that's where your, our accountability partners come in. You yes. know, and having having accountability partners does have something to do with your mental health. Yeah, you know, it, so yes, in your sobriety. What was we saying? What was we talking about last night? It starts off as just a group of people that you can talk about your issues with. You right. don't really know these people. You don't really care if they judge you, so whatever. Right. But after you do it for so long, and that's another coping skill that you can use. After you you know, confide in these people for so long, and they hold you accountable for the things that you're doing, whether they're positive, negative. You know, they give you praise for when you're doing positive. They tell you when you're messing up. Those people become like part of your rock, you know, right, part right. of what helps you want to keep pushing, pushing forward because right. I mean, it really becomes like a family, your account, well, your exactly accountability partners, they really become true family. like family. I mean, they really right. do because you finally got somebody that cares about the decisions that you're making for your life. Right. And then when you see people that, <clears throat> that holds you accountable, it, that builds my confidence up. Yeah. Because actually they're putting in their time to help me. Yeah. It it kind of puts into me, okay, well, I must be doing something right. Well, or they, it makes you feel worth it. Right. Well, like a lot of worthy. times we don't see ourselves as worthy as we should. Yeah, no. As worthy as we are. No. But people on the outside do see that potential. Certain people. Certain people. Not right. everybody is going to see your potential. And cheer you on to right. be the best that you can be not everybody's going to be that person right you know that's where we have to find that line and use our coping skills to decide you know what's positive and what's negative right. because you know the devil lies yes he and does. he hides and he can sure enough sneak in like he's going to be good for you he, right. he's got he's got a real slick yeah, he does. Mouth, you know, so, you know? so I have you have to actually watch out for who they're hanging around too. Yeah. Not only who you know who you have hanging around you, but who they have hanging around them. Yeah. So well, who what their influences are. Yeah, because that's going to influence your decision making on whether or not you know you're going to be making bad decisions or good decisions. And that's our that's another one of our points is um, your improved mental health. It helps. Um, it aids in clearer thinking. Clearer thinking. Um, you know, it kind of gets rid of all that cloudy judgment, you know, that you don't really know what you're going to do. You don't know what the right decision is. Better mental health, it kind of makes it clearer, 
You know, right. it helps you see, okay, I know that this is a bad decision, and I know this is the decision that I should go to. Right. And if you don't know, talk to God about it. He will help clear all of the fog, all of the smoke that makes everything so confusing and help you see the right path, the, the, the path that you should take, the positive path, right. you know. Right. Um, enhance would, social yeah, connections. It, it goes hand in hand yeah. you know, with the decision making. You have to write make the right choices on who you socialize yeah with. on who you're around and who you're using as your accountability partners too um but you know and then again too you know once you've got a hold on once i got a hold of my addiction mm-hmm. and i realized i seen what my mental health issues are you know my anger my depression my anxiety yeah what it, it, ptsd is yeah one, you know and ptsd is 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 it's wide. It, it covers yeah, it's a, a lot sh- of a stuff. Broad, broad it's spectrum. like what was you saying? You thought, you know, well, I have never been been blown up in war. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> I don't have PTSD. I never went to Vietnam. Like, <laughs> right, what? right. But, but PTSD is post traumatic stress disorder. So anything that traumatic. was traumatic and caused right. stress in your life, you know. After the fact, that's post-traumatic stress disorder. And a lot of people, it affects the way they live now. But they don't realize that that's what the problem is until you get clean and you get clear-minded and you get sober-minded and your mental health is in a better state. That's when you really start understanding, okay, so these are my problems. This is what I need to work on. And with the coping skills, this is how I can go about right. it. This and is the, how I can change You know, that. now that I'm more social in my social anxiety, I know that I have it. But now I can realize the points where I get triggered. Yeah. You know, and like we was talking about last night, some things you're going to be triggered by something. You're not going to see. But sometimes you're going to not see the trigger. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you are going to know what the trigger is. So now I can stay away from that. Yeah. Or I can I know what I've got what toolbox I've got that I can yeah. use. In yeah, yeah, you know what tool you can pull out in what situation right. in order to deal with that and get past that and not let it trigger you. Um, right, love it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's all of our things. Um, oh, you, you have the obviously once you get um, you know when once you improve your mental health when you're in recovery, you're actually happy in your life. Right. You know, you're, you're actually able to see happiness and, uh, oh, look at the little ladybug. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, though, right. like you, you find joy, you'll in, find the joy in the smallest things. things. You'll, yeah, right. You'll be like finding joy in actually picking up the broom at work. Yeah. And actually doing something extra at yeah, work. Yeah, because or, you're able to. Right. It was like the other morning. I was late for work. Yeah. And, you know, and used to being late for work meant oh. I didn't sat at the the corner store waiting on a dope man to get yeah. there because that's what I have to do to get through that day. Yeah. You exactly. know, cause my mental health was all out of the roof. Yeah. You know, I was mad or I was depressed or just didn't want to do it. And that was, that was the fix. That's right. The, you know, right. that, that, that was, was the band aid that you were putting on those right. issues but at the this, time. This morning I was late, you know, I was pulling out of the gas station and looked over and there was a lady there standing with it. You know, it's 28 degrees outside and there's this old lady standing there and the little boy with her might've been three year old maybe three years old yeah. and she's standing out there filling up a gas can mm-hmm. and I got like two minutes to be you know five minutes down the road yeah instead of me saying well I don't have time for that yeah I turned around and went back in and asked the lady you know are y'all walking yeah are, are, y'all, are okay? y'all okay yeah. and she was like no we're fine we got a cab right over and it was sitting over across the parking lot waiting on her I was like okay I was just making sure well it made me late but 
that felt that just being able me and be being in my right mind yeah you know now that i'm living for god and i'm trying you know i love it, just showing love to other people it gave me joy for you the were rest happy of the, I was to happy be late for, for to, that reason i was happy to be able to do what yeah. i did you know and, and regardless before, regardless if i get a point for being late i don't yeah. care you know what I'm saying? You know, before is it, it, it would have threw your whole day off being right. like you would have been mad all day. You'd have been and right. you know, just every tiny My whole thing. routine was messed up because I was like Yeah, and you'd have been angry about it. Like <laughs> right. you would not have been happy. Right. You know, you would have been mad at yourself for even stopping. But right. now it's like, yes, I get to stop. I get to ask somebody, do you need help? Right. So that's that's that social um you know, being able to socially get out and help others. Mm-hmm. You know, before it was just all for me. Yeah, it was all about It me. was all about Which me. Which in, in recovery, <coughs> especially in the beginning stages, you have to be all about you. You have to be very selfish. But once but you get... But it's a get, difference, though. It is. It's a different type of selfish. But once you get so far into recovery, we find joy in helping other people. Right. Like, it really... Um, just knowing that something that I've said or some something that, you know, that I've been able to help somebody be just be in a, in a positive mood, just going up to somebody and saying, I love you. You look amazing today. Just right. knowing that I can do that can really change somebody's life. I mean, right. it really well, can. Helping others is actually, how we, helps, yeah. ha- actually helps me in my mental health Yeah, state. that's how we help ourselves is right. by helping other people. Right. And, I mean, it just it brings so much joy. It does. To our lives. I mean, it, does. it really and, does. You know, and, and purpose. It brings purpose. Well, and, you know, in fixing your mental health, though, I mean, that makes you, uh, you know, a contributor to the, to the community. Yeah. You know, now you're out there, you're being fruitful, you're positive, and now you're actually being someone that's considered, you know, well in society. Yeah. You know? Perfect example. I got away from, obviously, I got away from helping up here at Celebrate Recovery. Right. And, I, you know, I even talked to you about it there for a little while. I was like, you know, I was kind of upset because I was like, I don't know what God has planned for me. Like, I don't know what my purpose is supposed to be. Is it just supposed to be stay at home with my kids all the time? Like, that's just, that's right. my purpose, which... Some people that 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 is your purpose. That's a job in itself. I mean, it really is. But I realize that my purpose is not just to stay at home. My purpose is to help addicts in recovery. I mean, it really is. Like, um, I have missed doing this. I have missed all of you. I've missed being able to talk about our experiences and you know let people know from people who've experienced it, our experiences and. You know, giving y'all the information and the tools that y'all need to get to the next stage in your life. Like it really it really helps me so much and it makes me so happy and it really makes me feel like I'm doing what God wants me to do. Right. Well, and the the thing is, too, though, we have to keep working at it. Once you find your go to, that's what you have to work on. Yeah. You know, whatever makes you happy, that's what you work on. And, but it's not going to be easy. No, it's, it's definitely, not easy. definitely not going to be easy. It's not an easy road. Um, there's choices you'll have to make. Yeah. But, and sometimes you're going to make but, the wrong choices. You will make the wrong choices. It's going to happen. But that's our learning experience. It Don't is. take it as a loss. Well, just like what I was just saying, you know, I was deep in recovery. I was up, I was helping with you know the podcast. Right. I was a leader in celebrate recovery. Well, it all, I let it get to. I could let it get to me, and I got scared. Right. Is what I did, and I did what I do best, and I put on my running shoes, <laughs> and I took off. Right. <laughs> so I was gone. Right. But it left me feeling empty. 
It does. It left and that's, me. And that's kind of dangerous, you know, because. It is because that's when, like, that's when you want to go back and you're like, well. Relapse. Yes. Right. Like, I mean, I, I was so close. You know, I got my 10-year chip recently. Right. And, oh, I, yeah. and, I, <laughs> and I stood up, but I told everybody these last couple of years have been some of the hardest in my recovery. Right. Because you get comfortable in your sobriety and you think, oh, I've got it. You know, I, can do, I can do it just one time. But you cannot. I can't. I cannot. I can't because I know what it's going to lead to, and I don't. I do not want to go back down that see, road. That's, that's why we have to have a well state of mind, well-being state of mind, because mm-hmm. that your relapse starts in your head. Yes, it does. You start thinking about it yeah. first. Oh yeah. So if you're thinking negative, 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 you are very, very close to relapsing. Yeah, it's all about your mental health. How wet, like whether or not you've got. You know, a positive mental health or, you know, negative, like it really, it really does. It starts in your head and that's when you start acting out on it. And And so. And those that are out there that you think, oh, I'm not mental health. I'm not retarded. Yeah. Okay. Think again. Yes, you are. (laughs) Yes, you are. You're in denial. Come see us. First Baptist Church in Hogan's We'll tell you what's (laughs) wrong. Celebrate recovery. We got you. But that's the thing, though, you know, is talk to somebody about what's going on. Even if you think you've got it all covered. Yeah. And if you Something. don't have if you don't have anybody, if you don't even know where to start, come see us. Yeah, well, I mean, I suggest read the Bible. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Talk to God he is first. the great That's, physician. Yeah, he is know? the good doctor. He is the first doctor. And but if you need those accountability partners, if you need those people to hold you accountable and to egg you on and to help you and cheer you on in your sobriety, come up here. Come see us. We've got all the tools in our toolboxes that you need right. to get on the right road and to stay on the right road. See, that's the thing, though. What tool are you going to pick up from us? You have to know exactly where you're at in your state of mind to to know what needs to be fixed. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, if I got a roof leak in my problem, I'm not going to show up over there with a jack and a lug wrench. Or an electrician. Right, right, yeah. right. You, you know, all I, know got, all I got is the tools to work on a truck. I'm not going to go try to fix a roof. Yeah, but if you, you come know, here, if you right. come to Celebrate Recovery or you find a 12-step program, that's where you're going to find out right. exactly what tools you need for your situation. Right, and... And then, too, if you don't want to come talk to us, you know, go talk to a doctor, really. I mean, if you think you got something going on, I mean, that's it's okay to be on medication. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's not. If you're happy and you know it, it's your meds. (laughs) (laughs) Just say it, but meds work, you know. They do, and a lot of people need them. I mean, I had got to the point in my life where I was like, you know what? I got to do something. You know, right. I need something. Yes, everything I'm doing is great, but I still need help. Right. And it, and that's okay. And that's right. okay. And that's Start what, there and, and then come see us. About. You have to you have to let go of what's going on inside of you because it's going to eat you up. You're going to erupt and blow up on the wrong person. If you stay in the situation that you're in, your mental health is never going to improve. Right. It is not. It's just right. going to continue to deteriorate and deteriorate until there's nothing left of you. Yeah. See, my unchecked mental health is going to end up in relapse. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Straight up. Yeah. But that's why we stay doing what we're doing. Right. That's why we it. keep pushing forward. Okay. So, I love it. So love you guys, it. however your mental health status is, if you think you're you're happy, you know, just check yourself. Do an inventory. See where your life mm-hmm. is. See where your mind is at. Are you are you steadily um, on the negative end of things? Are you trying to find? Are you are you trying to find a positive out of all things? Whether you're in a good situation or a bad situation. Yeah. So check your mental health. 
Check on your friends. Yes, talk to definitely. Them. You know, listen, not necessarily just talk, just listen. Mm-hmm. Just be a friend. Let, let somebody know that you love them because so, we love y'all. You know, we want to tell y'all Merry Christmas. We thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. Jesus Christ loves you. Y'all have a blessed day. Welcome to the Four Mics, 